Hello, Badass Nation, and welcome to the Badass in Business Show, the show where we help you with your inner game and your outer game, teaching you how to own your inner badass and sharing strategies with you to badass your business. Or in other words, get badassified, which is a word that I really love. This is Annette Piper, the Badass Business Chick, and your host for the Badass in Business Show. I'm really excited today because I'm going to share with you a concept that I developed. And even though a lot of these things aren't new, probably most of them aren't, I like how it's been structured in a way that really makes sense, or at least it makes sense to me and my clients. So I hope it makes sense to you as well. And it's about understanding your business DNA, which is a part of my true essence enterprise business model. So your business DNA is develop, nurture, and achieve. So what does that mean? I mean, we we all know about developing our business and nurturing our clients. We hear about that. And, you know, we all want to achieve. We set our goals. We want to achieve. But how is it in this structured order? What does it mean in this structured order? So let's start with develop. So develop is building your foundation. That's a key part of it. And we think of our foundation being built when we first start a business. But we're constantly building a foundation, shoring up our foundation, making sure that we're plugging any cracks in the foundation of our business, making sure it can withstand uh, whatever life throws your way. Many of you maybe heard me talk about building a business is kind of like building a skyscraper. You wouldn't want to build your skyscraper without having that solid foundation. That solid foundation is dug deep into the ground shored up with a bunch of rebar and cement and metal. But what's interesting about the foundation is it's not the pretty part of the business. It's not the sexy part of the business. So a lot of business owners kind of skip over that foundational phase. They think they've created a solid foundation for the business, but really they haven't. They've shortcutted. They've skipped a lot of steps. And then they never re visit that foundational piece in their business to make sure that 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 foundation is shored up to withstand whatever life throws at it. So if you think about a a skyscraper, it's got to be able to withstand the rain and the storms and the earthquakes and the tornadoes and the hurricanes and whatever nature throws at those buildings. You want it to be able to withstand that. So it takes creating a, a blueprint and having an architect really develop that. So think about it. You're the architect of your business. You're also probably the general contractor as well as the, the builder, the workers building the business. You're probably wearing all the hats in your business or at least you have at some point in time or another. So that's what you got to do with your business. You've really got to develop 
that foundational piece in your business. So that foundation has your profit plan or your business plan, which includes uh, understanding the soul of your business or the soul essence or the soul purpose of your business, really outlining what the vision is for your business. What are your business values? So many people don't know what their business values are or even their personal values. When it comes to life and business, if you don't know what your top five or six values are, you may end up saying yes to things that you probably should have said no to. And in, when it comes to business, well, in life as well, if you are not sure what those values are and you are not strongholding your values, it could take your business down, it could take your life down. Right, it could end up in heartache, it could end up in disease, it could end up in injury. So you want to understand what those core values are of your business as well. That's a key part of developing your overall business vision. And then you've got to, you've got to lay out your plan. You've got to lay out your revenue-producing strategies. You've got to lay out, you know, how am I going to make money in my business? What's my fastest path to profits? What are longer-term strategies that I need to work on? Who do I need to bring in to help me create this? Do I need team members? Who are my ideal clients? Who's, who's that avatar that I really want to do business with? So it's really developing the core of your business plan, knowing what your expenses are as well. When you do that, it's much easier to manage your finances in your business. If you have an idea of what to expect every month as far as expenses and then also how much you need to bring in to cover those expenses and still be profitable and have cash flow. You can have profits and not have cash flow. Those are two different things. And any accountant worth their weight in gold would be able to explain that to you much better than I can. Accounting is not my my uh, strength. So I, I hire that out. I have a team member that does that for me. Yet it's a key part of your business. You're the, you're the driver of the bus. So you've got to know what all of these things mean. And so that develop part is also developing your marketing and your marketing funnel. How are you going to bring people into your business? And once they're there, how are you going to keep them in your business structure? You also need to know about sales. Even if you hire your sales out, you've got to know the sales process. You've got to know how when a lead comes in the door, what's the process that you take them through or your company takes them through to get them to the next level with you which is essentially a sale. You're selling them to the next level in your business, whether money changes hands or not. So as an example, if the lead comes in and the next level is to sell them on sending an appointment with you, then that's in a way a sale. It's moving them up the sales pyramid, I call it. Uh, same with the marketing pyramid. If you've ever been in any of my trainings, I don't like the visual of a funnel. It's almost like people get sucked into the bottom spinning. I want to lead them to the pinnacle, 
and or the apex, and then I want them to reach down and bring their friends, families, colleagues up to the pinnacle with them through my products and services. So I, I always use the pyramid visual. Also in that development phase two, you have got to develop your mindset. Your mindset will keep you stuck more than anything else. It's easy to learn strategies to help your business grow, but it's not as easy to change your belief system to support those strategies. So you've got to be able to develop your mindset, and you've got to have concrete goals in your business. You've got, I always suggest setting monthly and quarterly goals. Weekly goals are good too. And then you want to have your long-term goals as well, six months, one year, five year, ten year, because you want to future pace your business so that you're leading your business to where it needs to go in the future. And so many small business owners run their business by what I call the fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants plan, which is not a good plan. It's going to bite you in the butt eventually. And usually, as I say in my trainings, it's a big chunk rather than just a small bite. It's going to hurt, and it's going to hurt bad when you realize that you don't have that foundation in place and everything comes crumbling down. So that's the, the development phase. You also need to have your, your action plan in place. That's also part of that development phase. And there's so many other little things associated with that, getting your team in place, uh, making sure that your family is supporting you, making sure that your environment is supporting your growth. The next part of your DNA is N for nurture. And nurture is so important in your business. You've got to be able to nurture all aspects of your business. You've got to nurture your plan. You've got to nurture your vision and your goals. And part of nurturing sometimes is going back in and reworking things. And also part of nurturing is to continue growing and training and learning. And when I say that, you know, continuing education for both yourself and your business. Because also part of nurturing in business is nurturing your mindset. Once you do start to change limiting beliefs, behaviors, um, thoughts that are not supporting you in the direction you want to go, once you start changing those, you've got to continue to nurture those thought changes Otherwise, it's really easy to go back to some of those those old behaviors. But what's interesting, or and old thought forms, what's interesting, though, is once a rubber band is stretched, it can never go back to where it was. It's going to be stretched a little bit. And the more you stretch it, the more it starts to expand, and it can't go back to that original structure. So is the same with your mindset. And... You know, all of the skills that you need in business, the more you stretch it, the more you learn and develop, the more you nurture what you're uh, growing and developing in, the more you nurture what you're learning in your growth process, 
the less likely it's going to be that you'll ever go back to where you started from. It's just not possible. So you want to be able to nurture your mindset as well. You've got to be able to nurture your plan. So when you put your profit plan together, which is essentially a business plan, but I like the word profit plan because that's what you're in business for is to create profits. So once you create that plan, you've got to nurture that plan. You've got to be watching that plan. You've got to be tweaking that plan to make sure that you're meeting your goals. You know, one thing I talk about in my profit planning training is, you know, think about working with a corporation, you know, investing in their stock when they don't have a business plan. That would be scary, right? They don't know where they're going, but they're a publicly traded company, and you just invested $10,000 to buy stock in this company, but they don't have a business plan. They're not looking at their business plan all the time. Well, these corporations started as small businesses. And so when you think about your small business, you got to think from that corporate mindset, from that larger corporation mindset, that that profit plan is key to your business. And then when you invest, they, you know, they always come out with their quarterly earnings, whether they hit their projections. And that's what you need to do in your business as well. You've got to project out your earnings or your profits quarterly, your expenses quarterly, your revenue quarterly, see how that ends up, and then you can tweak your plan for the next quarter based on what you learned from that quarter. Maybe you overestimated how much you were going to sell in your business, and so you've got to bring that back a little bit, or you've got to increase your marketing to meet those numbers. Maybe you underestimated it. Maybe you were right on, and now you need to stretch in the next quarter. So looking and nurturing that business plan is key. You also need to nurture yourself. You are so key in your business. If you're not nurturing yourself, nurturing your soul, nurturing your health, nurturing your mental wellness as well, nurturing your family, because, of course, your family is part of your business model, whether you want them to be or not, they are supporting their, the environment that you're in, so you want to be able to nurture that. But you've got to fill your own vessel before you can pour out your energy into other things. So nurturing yourself is a key part of your business. You also need to nurture your clients to keep them up to speed with what you're doing to make sure that they're getting their needs met with your products and services. You need to nurture your prospects as well. You need to nurture your team so that your team is on board with what you're doing at all times and they feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. That's how you keep a team. You know, I don't know about you, but I've worked those corporate jobs where I was just going to work every day, going through the motions, but never really felt like I was part of anything bigger than myself. Looking back now, uh, from back to those days when I worked in the semiconductor industry, I can see how I was so much a part of something bigger than myself. I mean, technology has just 
it, it, it just keeps exploding. It exploded then, and it's even exploding more now. However, I don't feel the company did a super great job of helping the people feel like they were part of something bigger. And so I think that's really important to keep your team and your employees nurtured to the point where they know and they feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves because everybody wants to be a part of something great. And then you also, as I said, need to nurture your family, nurture your list, nurture your network. Uh, so nurture is a huge part of your business DNA. The third part of your business DNA is achieve. And, of course, that's the whole point of having a business is you want to achieve something. You want to do good works in the world. You want to positively affect people's lives through your products and services. And you want to make good money living your passion so that you can support yourself and your family and do all those things that you desire to do, whether that's build wealth, travel, send your kids to college, Everybody's got different goals, and nobody's goals are more are are greater than anybody else's. It's really a unique individual thing what your goals are for your business. But part of achieving is making sure that you are constantly revisiting your goals and taking action on your goals. I have a whole goal setting process uh, that I call soul powered goals. That's really a unique process that's in my book uh, that I co-authored, Step Into Your Vision. And I love the goal-setting process, and we've heard of SMART goals. I like smarter goals because on the end of the SMART goals, you want to be able to evaluate your goals and revise them as needed. Your goals should not be set in stone. They should be dynamic and be able to change and flex with the changing environment and with what you're learning. You also should have your action plan is part of achieving. So you have your goal, you have your action plan set in place, maybe having an accountability partner to help hold you accountable to take those actions every day. And then you got to celebrate each step that you take. Every little minor step, every big step, it doesn't matter. Celebrate. If you're having a hard time making your sales calls and you picked up the phone and made two calls, celebrate that. We don't celebrate our success often enough. We keep waiting to hit the big goal. We keep waiting for that big action or that big money to come in. Yet it's the small steps along the way that lead to the bigger success. And we've got to keep celebrating those smaller, simple steps that we take because those are leading us to where we want to go. And by celebrating the small steps, we stay motivated. We stay inspired because we feel like we're getting somewhere. We don't feel defeated. We feel empowered and excited and passionate. Also part of achieving is having gratitude for where you are and what you're learning along the journey. Uh, I always say that entrepreneurism 
is not for the faint of heart. It's a roller coaster ride. It's not a walk in the park. Some people might see success right away, but then they're going to hit a level where they're going to hit that roller coaster ride. And so it really isn't for the faint of heart. But by having gratitude every day for even the smallest things in your business will help you keep your vibration high, which will help you soar in your business. Gratitude is so important. And then also giving forward or paying it forward. So, the, you know, there are two different concepts. Giving it forward and paying it forward are two different things. Giving it forward, I think, is just giving to others based on your success and being willing to reach out to someone in need and mentor them or, you know, show them a, a way that they might be missing without them giving you anything in return just because it makes you feel good. And paying it forward is more like somebody has given you some resources or help or money and then you pay that forward to someone else that's in need of resources, money, uh, mentoring. So that's the concept of paying it forward. Pay it forward, give it forward, all of those are part of achieving. And maybe those may not be bringing monetary achievement, but they bring soul achievement. I call it soul currency. It spills the the inner buckets of and the inner bank account, so to speak. And so that's what achieve means. So I want you to check in with yourself and see where you are on each level of your business DNA. Have you developed that solid foundation? Are there some holes there that you need to fill? Are there some things that you need to look at that you haven't thought of before? Are there some concepts that I talked about that are foreign to you or you don't know how to find your your uh, core values or you're not quite sure how to put a profit plan together? And there, you can find stuff out there all over the place. Uh, but I have my Solid Gold Profit Masterclass, which I would love to share with you. It's a eight-week course, plus you get coaching with me in that course as well to help you develop your profit plan. So you can go out and find a do-it-yourself plan or you can work with me and have a done with you plan because I walk you through every aspect of your profit plan. So keep that in mind and I will post a link to find out more about the Solid Gold Profit Masterclass program. And then what about nurture? Where are you at on the nurture scale? Are you nurturing yourself? Are you nurturing your mindset? Are you nurturing your prospects? What about your family? Are there some holes in that process? Are you not taking care of yourself and you're seeing that reflected in your business success? Yeah, I'd love to chat with you about it. Uh, many of you don't know, that was my first business with lifestyle and fitness coaching. I had a business called Sacred Balance lifestyle and fitness coaching, 
And I work specifically with mindset. I still am a master hypnotherapist, master NLP practitioner. So I did a lot of work with the mind. I still do a lot of work with the mind with my clients. Also, I was a personal fitness trainer and nutrition consultant. And I did energy work as well. I still do a lot of that stuff, even though I'm not a certified personal fitness trainer anymore. You know, I was that for about eight years, so I still have that background and I still study fitness a lot, even though I let my certification go. So I can help you a lot with that nurture aspect as well. And then achieve. You know, if if there's holes in your achievement plan or your action plan or your goal-setting plan, let's talk. I also have a goal-setting program called um, Play the Ultimate Game. It's a 90-day goal challenge. If you're interested in that, I'll also post that link in the podcast notes as well. There's some great resources that you can check out to help you with your business DNA and really developing a strong DNA. We know that DNA is changeable. We know that. It's called epigenetics. So our our body DNA is changeable. We can influence it. We might not be able to to change the DNA itself, but we can influence its expression. Same with your business. I mean, you could change your business DNA, though. That's that's a little bit different. But you can also change how you're influencing your business DNA. If you've got your structures all set up, we can influence it differently to get to where you want to go. So we'll call it business epigenetics, right? I love that word, epigenetics. It's so cool. But I, I'd be happy to help you. I'd be happy to be a resource. If you want to have a conversation with me, let me know. Pop me an email. I'll, uh, you can contact me through the podcast. Also, you can, I'll just put my email address on there. You can contact me through that if you'd like to set up an appointment and have a conversation. No pressure. Just let's have a conversation. See where those holes are and how I may be able to help you either through my coaching products or services or through resources that I can maybe provide to you to help you get where you want to go. So that's all I have for you today. Remember to share the podcast with other badass business owners. Um, Also, join the badass Business Builders Mastermind group on Facebook and go out and make it a badass day. Namaste.